A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. Today we got a crazy story of a child being taken away from someone. But first, a story from FitzNerd. My father's upset I won't buy him a house. My dad trashed his credit when he was younger. On top of that, he had his first kid, me, when he was 18 and left my bio mom after the fourth kid after five years together. I'm not sure how long that time was, but because of this, he had to pay child support until we were put in foster care and eventually he got custody of us. Well, he never ended up paying that child support, which further ruined his credit. It's been 20 years and he's not paid a dime. He obtained his money through illegal means in my brother's SSI check. He also hasn't done a thing to even attempt to improve his credit. Well, because of this, he refuses slash can't have anything in his name, therefore expecting me and my siblings to do it for him. His business is in my brother's name after running it illegally for nearly 10 years. Now he wants to buy the house he lives in. It was supposed to be sold to him through the land contract, but of course he made this deal by word versus actually obtaining a contract. The landlord, I guess, is trying to sell the house, and because my brother wasn't approved, he's depending on me to do it. I have the best credit and make the most money on paper compared to my other siblings. I refuse though. I'm happy to help point him on the right direction to approve his own credit and do everything through the right channels, but I refuse to do this for him. I'd be buying him his first home before buying my own, and that doesn't sit right with me. Now he's blowing up my phone telling me how he raised me and I owe him for that, all the sacrifices and bad choices he had to make in order to raise us. How I never help, I'm just cold and heartless. It's like no matter how much I give, it never seems to be enough. The worst part is that he fails to realize that I could never depend on him for help if I truly needed it. Rant over. Would you guys agree with me when I say that OP should keep a close watch on their financials and their credit? From what I've seen, people like this who are upset and twisted and expect you to try to help them bail them out co-signing or signing on something officially for them, if you refuse or you back out, a lot of times they'll go behind your back and just falsify the documents and leave you on the hook anyways. Do you think OP should freeze their credit just in case? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Amwagers295, he ruins everything. Rant post, I'm 41 year old female, my father, 64 year old male, ruins literally everything he touches. At the end of 2020, my grandfather who raised me passed away. Because it was 2020, he didn't have a chance that year to have his will amended and told me when I'd seen him at Christmas that he had an appointment for January of 21 to have it done. But unfortunately he passed before then. I explained that to say that when he passed without a will, all of his assets except an annuity that I was the beneficiary of defaulted to my dad, since my aunt had passed a few years earlier. Multiple houses, cars, land, and lots of money all went to my dad. Initially, my dad acknowledged that had my grandpa made it to that January appointment, everything would have been very, very different, and pretended that he was going to do the right thing. I'm not a brat. I'm not spoiled, and all I asked for was the four acres of property that my grandparents had set aside and told me, my dad, our entire extended family belonged to me for 26 years. I saw it the first time when I was 14 and was told then and there that it was mine. 
Looking back, I'm regretting not taking it over while they were still living. I was just never quite ready to settle down, so that's my fault. Since my grandpa passed, my dad's slowly been going back on all the things he promised he would do. To the point that the last time I spoke with him, he argued with me that I shouldn't have the land because when you die, your stepdad's kids will get it meaning my half-siblings, and he argued to the point that I had all of them send him a text message stating that they weren't interested in that land, just so he couldn't use it as an excuse anymore. And he had to admit that he was just a crappy person and never actually intended on honoring my grandpa's wishes in the first place. That was two months ago. Last week, I went home to my grandparents' house, the house I was raised in, to get the last of my things and say goodbye to my home, just to walk in and see that he's completely destroyed it. My bedroom was filled with trash, the bathrooms were caked in filth and covered in urine, there were broken doors and cabinets and dog poo stains all over the house from him letting his dogs poo on the floors instead of cleaning it up, just leaving it there, and the smell. I live in another state and didn't expect much when I went to the house, but seeing my home that I shared with my grandparents the way that it was made me feel like I'd lost them all over again. He's had enough money and resources to be able to hire a cleaning service and lawn care over the past year, but instead has taken everything that my grandparents worked 70 plus years for and has destroyed it. He's bought himself a new house and multiple brand new cars and untold how much in musical equipment but is too darn sorry and disrespectful to keep our family home at least semi-clean. My grandpa told me the last time that I visited that my dad had ruined the last years of his life, and as I sat on the living room floor, breaking my heart over not even being able to say goodbye to my home, because he ruined that too, I decided that all the light I brought into that house would be leaving with me. My friend and I took every single light bulb out of the house when we left, fridge and oven light included. I've gone completely no contact without explanation since then. He doesn't get to ruin me too. If all he wants is everything that has a cash value, he can have it. I have the priceless things and he can enjoy sitting in the dark. I can't help but feel terrible for OP because, you know if they were around for just another month, everything would have been so much better. Needless to say, this is definitely a situation where you never talk to your father again, frankly. Clearly they've displayed how little of a care they give about anything you care about, anything those grandparents stood for. After that, they don't deserve the time of day from you. Our next story is from MemeChur33, pick your family or your boyfriend. A year ago almost to the day, I learned I was pregnant. My boyfriend, now husband and I, were excited. We'd talked about kids one day, but our son decided to join us earlier than expected. It's fine, we love him dearly. My parents, on the other hand, I'd planned to tell them when I was much further along. That way my little boy would be outside the 12-week danger zone and I could confidently say I was having a baby. That plan changed with a miscarriage scare and a hospital visit. My baby was fine, but I was scared to death. I got to my car after it all and proceeded to call my mom and break down crying. Now, my parents are deeply religious, members of the Latter-day Saints community. Finding out their unwed daughter was pregnant was quite a shock to them. My mom's also a narcissist, so this was clearly a personal attack to her self-image on my part. She was at least chill with most of it, having gone through four turbulent pregnancies herself. So I can say she tried to alleviate my stress a bit. Dad is a whole other story. One day, in between packing up my apartment for storage and stressing about not stressing, 
he called me to have a serious chat. He started off by telling me he forgave me for my sins and to give me some advice. Namely, to go to the temple, get sealed to my child and do all their work. Baby blessing, baptism, etc. behind my husband's back. Don't let him stop you from receiving your eternal blessings, he said. I say, so I should separate my child and their father? Dad says, you'll still have your family, and if you so choose, you can visit husband and the terrestrial kingdom later. Save yourself for the higher glory. Multiple kingdoms of heaven, it gets unnecessary. I say, but if families are meant to be together forever, why should I separate my child and his father who I love? Dad says, only families who live by the gospel standard get to live together in heaven. You'll have to choose between your family and him. I don't remember what was said after this, but I know I was distraught. For a faith centered on families, he was quick to dismiss the one I'm building now. He also doesn't see my marriage as legitimate because we didn't have a temple ceremony and we're waiting to have a full civil ceremony until later. He still bombards me with church propaganda and insists on me getting works down without my husband's approval because baby's eternal soul is more important than husband's feelings. I will add here at the end that my husband and I are choosing to raise our son without direct religion. Let him discover what he believes and support him in it as he gets older. Frankly, the only reason this is divisive is it relies solely on what you believe as far as your faith and religion. As far as I'm concerned, I think it's ridiculous for this dad to say, basically exile your husband and focus on a higher glory. To me, if you love your husband and you want to have a happy family and your religion doesn't allow for that, then personally, and this is just myself saying this, it doesn't seem to make much sense. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from BootySnacks.com, my mother's horrifyingly embarrassing behavior in Paris. So, my mother inherited a trust fund, or more so, she leached off of her mother's trust fund via threatening her until she bled it dry. One time, I caught her with her hands around my grandmother's throat. My mother was incredibly abusive, manipulative, generally entitled. She refused to work because she thought she was too good for work despite never graduating high school. She isolated me and abused me in multiple ways, enough to catch the attention of CPS. I was in and out of the system until I escaped for good because we became homeless and I entered the system permanently. Anyhow, this is regarding my mother's delusions of grandeur. My mom had a lot of extravagant expenses ranging from plastic surgery, designer clothes, and travel. And I was meant to be her mannequin, look pretty, not allowed to have any friends or social life, or even to attend real school. I was to be my mother's homeschooled little doll. Anyhow, this is regarding the Paris trip we took using the trust fund money my mom was pressuring my grandmother for. It was my grandmother, my mom, and I, but for most of the trip, my mom kept me beside her. The trip was a month long. I was 15 at the time, it was a really long flight. The way she acted on that trip was not out of line for her character per se, but it was so 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 embarrassing. For instance, she got completely poo faced at the Moulin Rouge and tried to pull down my top multiple times when we were watching the show. I told her to stop doing that and she said I was being an uptight witch. The couple across from us got up and left. Later that evening, she was loudly rapping on the bus and being rowdy. Another day on the trip, she got mad at me for no reason. It was past midnight, and my mother told me to screw off and get out of her sight. 
I had to find my way to the hotel and hail a taxi late at night by myself in a foreign country as a 15-year-old girl. She tried to grab a waiter at the cafe's butt and try to make several open advances on him. He looked so, so uncomfortable and I wanted to hide and scream into a pillow. She attended a nightclub and brought condoms. She came to the hotel room late at night and complained to me about how men weren't jumping all over her. Because of course, all Frenchmen are hypersexual beings, right? Complaining about the amount of Africans in Paris and that Paris is becoming too non-white. Did I mention my dad is a black man from the Caribbean? Complaining about all the dirty, ugly, fat Muslims? Yes, my mom is a racist. She was complaining that Paris was not the Paris she was expecting, and she was expecting a romantic place full of fashionable white Europeans. Complaining that most people in Paris don't dress in high fashion street stereotypes. Yes, mom, they're wearing jeans, gasp. My mom wears white fur coats, bodycon dresses, high heels, huge sunglasses, long bleach blonde hair and a slick back ponytail with huge gold hoop earrings. I wouldn't exactly call that the Parisian look. If she was expecting every woman to dress like that, then she's mistaken. Ordering a charcuterie platter and wine at a cafe, and insisting that the pate was cat food, this was really embarrassing. I kept trying to tell my mother it was pate, but she insisted that it was cat food and told the waiter it must have been cat food. Speaking really loudly in English or in broken English to people who most likely didn't speak any English, that one was really embarrassing to be around. My mom would complain that French women didn't show her love and weren't warm and open towards her and that every man didn't want to screw her. It's like, no crap, Paris isn't exactly known for being friendly and I'm sure your behavior is a large part of the fact that no one wanted anything to do with your stupid entitled ways. And men in Paris have a wide selection of women to choose from before they'd go for someone with such a nasty attitude as you have. My mom had this idea she'd be worshipped in France because she's indigenous. She's not, by the way. Like, at all. And that the locals would be bowing at her and I's feet because I'm mixed race and she's indigenous. I don't know how out of touch you could be to think that you, a loud-mouthed, tacky, white American woman, would be worshipped by white Europeans in Paris for just existing and having a biracial daughter? Like, ma'am, this isn't some remote tribe in Africa where they've never seen a white person. This is a huge, multicultural city. You are not special or different for being foreign. That trip was awful, mostly due to my mother, but yeah thought I'd share it because it was so, yeah, not it. This is definitely a mom that you go no contact with as soon as you can become totally independent. They go and do stupid stuff like that all your life and then after you leave and you never talk to them again, they will sit around and wonder like, I was always nice to them, I did nothing wrong to them, why don't they ever want to talk to me? Just an infallible indigenous entitled mom. Our next story is from just some guy 56 kids need a place to park? Teachers, not so much. Got this from my sister today. She's a teacher in a middle school in a rather affluent town. There's a large construction project scheduled for the summer. Indoor work will begin as soon as school closes, so there's a lot of outdoor prep going on. Much of the site, including a significant chunk of the parking lot, has been fenced off. The middle school is across the street from the high school. They too have construction planned and lost part of their parking, including the one reserved for students. Last week, a group of high school parents came to the middle school principal with a problem. 
To reward their kids for successfully completing school, they're treating them to new cars. They don't want their kids to park their brand new cars on public streets where they might get dinged or stolen. They wanted the middle school to allocate a handful of spots in their lot for these cars. The principal said that wasn't possible, as there aren't enough spots for all the teachers and staff. He suggested the kids park on the street. But by the time school starts, all the good street spots are taken. No surprise there. To alleviate traffic, the schools have staggered start times. The middle school teachers arrive about half an hour before the high school students. Even so, there aren't enough spots for all the teachers, so some of them have to park about two blocks away. The parents argue that no one is going to steal some teacher's nine-year-old Toyota Camry, so her son's new Jeep Wrangler should have precedence. Another complained that her daughter looked for a spot on the street that morning, but the nearest one was in front of her own house. By the time she parked and walked the four blocks to school, she was late. What's the point of having a new car if she can't drive it to school? The principal politely informed them that any car on the lot without a middle school parking placard will be ticketed and towed. The parents have threatened to appeal to the superintendent and, if necessary, the board of education. I don't really know what these parents expect. If there's not even enough spots for the faculty and the staff, then there's not going to be any parking allocated for the students beyond that. Without the staff, you don't even have a school, so they're going to have to take precedence. Just sounds like there's a bit of a parking crisis in that area. Our next story is from Still Criticism 3502 My mom who didn't care about me. Sorry for long story, I just wanted to share my story. The story started when my mom cheated on my dad when I was seven. She cheated on my dad and blamed him that she cheated due to having financial problems due to entitled mother demanding to move houses every year for six years and doing everything himself. My dad moved to Ireland after the divorce and I had to stay with her. I was young so I don't really remember much about it but she cheated on him with an abusive man and was with him for a year at most. He didn't want to do anything with her after a while. So she found a new man and at first he was okay and pretty cool, not like my mom. She stole my 2000 Poland Zelati for my first communion, which I was informed about five years later. She just took the money from me and my family to save for something, but whatever now. When I was 14, I got depressed. I'm still depressed, but now I take medicine for it. I feel like an empty shell without a purpose, just living day by day. At age 14, I was so bad, I wanted to end things jumping from a window. So, one day I was actually sitting in the window with my legs hanging outside and looking down when my mom came and said to me, You're freaking stupid. You watch too many movies. If you really want to jump, then you should do it. I don't care, really. Then I actually wanted to jump, but I didn't do it because I thought something would change. And indeed, something did change. She was blaming everything that went wrong on me with my stepfather, and they were excluding me from family gatherings, and I was alone all the time, treated like a slave too, did everything for them. I was bullied at school, abused at home, and threatened too to even be gotten rid of if I refused to help older guys steal stuff from a construction site. My mom never cared when I was sick, and many times when I had a high temperature, she would just give me a pill and send me to school, dying there literally. Then, my newborn brother came, and he was like a prince for everyone. I hated him for five years, and then I actually started liking him too, and tried to help him as much as I could so he wouldn't go through what I had, and my mom and stepfather actually told me don't get involved with him, they know how to parent and all. I tried ending everything two more times because my mom worsened my situation with my bullies at school. At home, they were more and more mentally abusive 
and my mom a few times was punching and hitting me for no reason. My stepfather treated me like nothing, telling me if I won't do anything, I don't deserve to eat or go anywhere with them, so I was alone even more. Often I was told to never cry, so I didn't, but I was feeling heavy due to my mom's manipulating skills. One day, I told my dad my mental state is so bad that he came from Ireland to pick me up and live with him, but she manipulated him too and lied to him that I freaking lied and it's all my imagination. It's all because she was having me just to get alimony from him, so he left mad at me, but I was too scared to speak. And when I came home with my mom, she told me if I'm so unhappy here, she would give me to an orphanage for adoption, so I kept quiet as a 15 year old at that time. My mom was stealing my pocket money, which was supposed to be for me for my dad. She stole around 4,000 Poland Zloty, and I wasn't able to have birthdays or invite friends in or even hang out with them because my mom told lies about me to my friend's parents. So I was alone for another three years. My stepfather also installed cameras in my room for no reason and told me it had to face my bed. One time when I was coming home with them, they kicked me out of the car around 100 kilometers away from home and told me to walk because I'm not talking to them and not responding when I was asleep and I had to go for a bus. When I came home soaking wet due to rain, they started calling me names because they were waiting for me when I saw them driving off and laughing in the car. She said as well that many times if I'm alone and don't have a girlfriend, she'll find one for me. I was her piggy bank. Then when I was 18, my dad broke his leg when I was over and I had to live with him to help him with life because he's alone and my mom was mad that she wouldn't get any more money from my dad due to not having me. My contact with my mom, stepfather, and my poor brother was cut short for another few years. She tried to talk to me every Christmas and birthday, but I was actually traumatized by her and her skills, so I kept it at a minimum. I was actually seeing a psychologist who told me I have really bad aggression attacks, so it's good that I worked on my own with no people around when it happens. I'm working on it to change, but there's still so much fire in me after so many years of keeping up with it. When I was 23, after a year of being silent, we talked for 30 minutes. Actually, she was talking, I didn't want to say anything, because I was boiling after what she made me go through. So she called and told me my brother wanted to talk with me, but every time he was supposed to speak with me, he wasn't actually there like she planned, she just wanted to keep me talking with her. One day I told her it'll be our last talk, and if he wants to talk to me you can give him my number, and he can call. Then she told me that her life is falling apart from the time I left because all her lies came out, that everything she was accusing me of was her doing and she was the one making problems. I think she's getting a divorce, so now she's alone with my poor brother who doesn't know what's happening, and I think he could be going through the same thing I was going through, and I'm sad for him, because she doesn't want me to talk with him. Her own lies are coming to haunt her years later without me even getting involved, and she's all alone and sad that she landed like this, but she deserves it. I just don't want my brother to go through it, so I'll try to make contact with him if possible and try and help him. After the abuse for 10 years, she's finally getting her own medicine, but it doesn't give me satisfaction. To this day, she thinks she was a good parent. I definitely feel bad for OP in this situation, I mean, all their life they were treated like dirt. And I feel terrible for OP because after everything, the only thing they're concerned about is their younger brother, who's probably getting the same treatment themselves, but there's not much OP really can do. 
being so distant and not being allowed to be in contact with him. All I could say is if there was a way to possibly report it to an authority, like an anonymous tip or anything, it might be worth a try if there's a hunch that something is going on. And our final story of the day is from Acrobatic Leg 8520 when she had my child taken. One time, my mom started an argument over who knows what and kicked me out of the house in the middle of the night, locked me out and wouldn't let us back in. I swiftly grabbed my wrap on the way out, wrapped my infant daughter to my chest, baby wearing, and started walking to the closest payphone to call for help. My mom called the cops on me and told them that I'd made all of these ending thing threats, threatened to hurt my daughter, took the kid and left out in the middle of the night. The cops surrounded me in a parking lot. I had no idea I had a warning out about me, and I was confused as to why I was being surrounded and treated as such. Just a bunch of cops come up and handcuff me and unwrap my baby while I'm telling them, please, please let me unwrap my child properly so you don't drop her. Then I exploded when they took my actual child away and handed her to none other than my mother. I ended up in the hospital handcuffed to a bed for a very long time. They told me they actually knew I wasn't lying based off of my reaction to them taking my child off my chest. I got my child back as soon as I got out, but I was just given her car seat and left at a bus station. I think it's best I keep my actual feelings and opinions on that situation to myself. I would say for OP's sake, if they can support themselves in any way to go as far away as they can from this evil entitled mother, change your phone number, change your social media, block them, whatever you have to do, go no contact and go far enough away that it is unreasonable for this entitled mother to expect any attempt for this entitled mother to come flag you down themselves. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another Entitled Parent story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. With that said though, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.